listening to Personal Branding with Lynn, a podcast for entrepreneurs and creatives. You are on a mission to create your life's work and legacy, but are struggling to break through the noise to reach your ideal clients. Well, that's where personal branding comes in. I'll help you grow your business using marketing that feels as natural as a conversation. Who am I? I'm Lynn Morton, and I have managed the brands of Fortune 500s, nonprofits, and startups. And now I'm ready to pour all that I've learned over my career into helping you build your personal brand. In fact, we'll work on it together. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to another Personal Branding with Lynn. This is episode five. I'm Lynn from Morton, but my friends call me Lynn. That means you, of course. And I'm happy to talk with you again today. Now, we're continuing our trek through the personal branding, sort of like an overview-ish of these first few episodes. So we in episodes one through four, we talked about building the personal brand, um, you know, what you want to be known for, who you want to be known to, all that great stuff. But today I'm going to go in the opposite direction and I want to warn you off one big mistake you might be making. So this is the one big mistake that I think we all make at some point, you and I both. And whenever we find that our brand or our business just, you know, our marketing messaging and our, our, our overall campaign just isn't clicking or resonating or, or, you know, cutting through the clutter, it's usually this. I'll tell you about it in today's episode. Now, I I, want to talk about something here because this episode is kind of for me as well, because, you know, I'm going to talk, one of the things I'll talk about, and I, I, I posted about this on Instagram is about consistency and I'm looking for the sweet spot for me and for this podcast for us. So I, ideally I thought daily would be great but I don't think I can sustain it daily. And uh, so then I don't know if three days a week or two days a week, I don't want it to be just one day a week. You know, ideally I'd like to come with, with a more a robust schedule than that. And so I, I am in these first couple of weeks experimenting with how I might do it and then how I might structure my own workflow so that I can when I when I find something that I, that I think settles where the return for effort is worth it, meaning I can give you plenty per week and not overwhelm you either, give you enough so that you are getting something valuable out of it, and I can still sustain it with my current workload and my life and all the other things I have going on. So that's what's going on. Um, and no, this is the first one this week. It's Thursday. I'm going to, I'm going to try and drop the uh, three this week anyway. So it'll be Netflix binge style if I do. And you know, that's something to, to, um, you know, experiment with as well. If that's a good way of doing it, you know, who knows I'm open to, to any and everything. And of course your feedback will help 
to guide the decisions we make here. All right. So if you want to reach me, you can email me at hello at lynnmorton.com. Hello. You know how to spell that. L-Y-N-M-O-R-T-O-N dot com. And if you, if you find me online on Instagram, it's personal branding with Lynn, one N, personal branding with L-Y-N. Find me there. I try and, uh, get something up every day on that page. Now, my Facebook page, I'm just going to start posting to it this week. And I, I was trying to think of how I might use that. So it's not, I don't want to use the word because that's the word for today's episode. But I think I found a way to use it. It's going to be what I call my personal branding reader. You know, I find all these great articles that I tuck away for myself to read, and I think I'll just share them there. So that will be a place where I primarily share personal branding resources. So the Facebook page, which is, of course, facebook.com forward slash personal branding with Lynn, one N. And uh, you go there and uh, you can find lots, you'll be able to find lots of great personal branding resources. All right. How's that? All right. Let's get into our episode. Let's assume that you are relationship eligible. And you meet someone who really piques your interest. Now, you've got, you had great conversations with them and you start to feel a connection and you think, hey, this might be promising. So after that one encounter, you don't hear from this person for a couple weeks. And then they text you a casual one-liner as if nothing happened. And then nothing again for maybe a month. And then when you see them a month later, they begin professing their love for you and asking you to commit. Now, what do you tell them? I'd say this person would have made the one big mistake that many of us make with our own brands and businesses. It's the mistake called randomness. Randomness is defined as without definite aim, purpose, method, or adherence to a prior arrangement, doing things in a haphazard way. I like the last part, doing things in a haphazard way. You know, there is nothing more irritating than getting messages that are coming in randomly. And as irritating as a random person who we might be interested in romantically might be, it can have, have an even worse effect on business prospects when we send out random messages because they simply tune us out or worse, they just forget us. But just like you would on a personal side, you certainly don't want to be, you know, investing yourself in someone who is random. And so what we need to to strive for as we build our brands and uh, and businesses is not to be random and this is the one mistake i find so many of us make the way we show up the way we post our messages the way we communicate the way we we 
produce content. The way we do whatever we do is random, and it it makes people as crazy as you would feel if you were on the receiving end of randomness. So, how do we how do how do we ward against randomness? I've got four antidotes to your randomness, four antidotes to the poison of randomness. So first, you got to have purpose, okay? So, you know, the first kind of random is you're all over the place in terms of what you're working on. And purpose means you start with the what's your why. Now, by now, I am assuming you are familiar with Simon Sinek's popular TED Talk and best-selling book, Start With Why. And if you don't, shame on you. Go find it as soon as we're done with this and listen to it because it is a classic. And it's a classic because it tells us how to how to really tap into our purpose more so than than the activities we do. You know, Simon argues that we, if that great leaders and inspirational leaders tap into why you're doing it. Like, why is this important to you? I remember when I worked for the big engineering company, they made us to do this, um, you know, the, these trainings, these um, Six Sigma training. Thank you very much. They would have us do Six Sigma training. And one of the Six Sigma techniques was the five whys. And five whys means you you have an issue you are struggling with. And so you say, I want to, you know, be a, you know, a successful artist. Why? Because I enjoy art. Why? Because it's something I've always done. Why? And you do, and you repeat this five times and you answer successively each, you know, each time. And what happens is you go deeper and deeper and you get to the, by the fifth why, you should get to the real crux of the issue. So this is one way we used to solve problems. Um, and, but you can use it to find your true purpose. Find your why. So that's the first anecdote to your randomness. The second is focus. You ever meet someone who just could not see a task through from beginning to end? You know, of course, the problem there is you're never, ever able to accomplish any one goal. You've got a half a dozen things that you've started and left unfinished in your wake. Now, I know that's not your problem, it's other people's problems, right? And we hate when they do it, but they just jump from project to project and never really complete anything. So this is a lack of focus. You know, another scenario is you might have a good idea and as you're working on it, you'll get some challenges and you're like, oh, I can't be bothered with this anymore or a different opportunity presents itself and now you're gone in a different direction. I, I, if we could diagnose it, I think I would call it entrepreneurial ADD, attention deficit disorder, because rather than focusing on a long-term strategy, we start making choices based on what the competitors are doing, based on industry buzzwords, based on the last webinar you saw when you were online, or whatever's bright or shiny at the moment. And this kind of impulsive decision-making just keeps us all over the place. And so now we can't get anything accomplished because our our efforts 
are random. We are randomly investing our time and energy in too many different places to make a, a, a dent. Now, the third anecdote to randomness is called consistency. Now, I posted, this is the one I posted, I, I, had, I referred to earlier. Everything you want is waiting for you on the other side of consistency. And here's why. Consistency allows for, for measurement, right? To, have, to be able to successfully measure how well you're doing. And, uh, and if you are doing any type of marketing or communications, I know that you have some sort of a measurement program, right? Because what gets measured gets improved. We know this, right? Okay, so in order, in order to measure, you have to be able to perform the task consistently, so that you can do the old proverbial apples to apples. You need consistent e execution so you can say, under these set of circumstances, which I've replicated, now I know how to measure and I can tell how we're doing. So consistency helps you with measuring and, and overall understanding how well you are doing. Consistency helps you establish your reputation, of course. I remember when I lived in Europe, they used to say that you could set your watch by the train system. If it said it was going to arrive at 1225, you better believe it pulled in at 1225. And then I contrasted that with when I lived in Washington, D.C., with their metro system, you never knew when to expect the next train. Well, which one gives you the better feeling of, of, of you know, I, I can depend on this resource. I know I need to be here at a certain time. I know that I can depend on the trains to be where they're, they are supposed to be to get me where I need to be on time. You know, consistency gives you the reputation that you are dependable. And, and reputation, reputation works both ways. You will get the reputation if you're not consistent. And so what you want is consistency to establish your reputation as somebody who is dependable. But when you are random, then of course you seem like you are not dependable. Consistency makes you relevant. If you are publishing and posting consistently, that helps you keep top in mind and relevant with your audience because you are always bringing out something new and something fresh and something relevant. If you stop publishing consistency, you descend into irrelevancy. And then finally, consistency helps you maintain your message. You know that old, you know that old uh, trope that it takes seven times to hear a message and 21 times to remember it? Well, you can't get to memorable without being consistent. You have to be consistent to get to those 21 times when people would, will be able to hear your message, retain it, remember it, and then act on it. So consistency is the third anecdote to being random. And then the fourth antidote to randomness is being strategic. Man, I used to have a boss who would hammer this into my head all the time. If you brought him a communications plan of any kind, the first thing he says is, is this strategic? And what he means is, you know what our, our goals are for the organization and for our department and for, and for your team. Does this get you there? Does this get you closer or in that direction? Because 
If it doesn't, we're wasting time. Now we're being random and we're working on things that make no sense. Strategic decisions are focused on usually something that contributes to your growth, the growth of your business or your organization or whatever you decide that your, your main goals are. So to be strategic means, and, and when you plan out your week, you say, everything I do this week will point to this so that at, at the end of the week, I can accomplish this. And if you're working on things that aren't contributing to this, nine times out of 10, they're random. They're just random stuff. And you're out there, you know, just just going around in circles and not making um the the dent so the more consistently you work on strategic things the easier and the faster you will get to your goal now here's a bonus here's a good way to think about it when you design your business model do you prefer a system where you get paid randomly or consistently all right i know the answer to that one I always preach that we want predictable, consistent income. That's the holy grail of of entrepreneurialism and freelancing, right? Because nobody wants to be on the receiving end of randomness when you're getting paid or randomness in any form. So our goals as entrepreneurs should be not to deliver it. The biggest mistake we can make with our businesses and our brands is randomness. Thanks for sticking with me for another episode. Hey, this was fun. If you want to make sure you don't miss another one of these, go to lynnmorton.com, L-Y-N-M-O-R-T-O-N, that.com forward slash podcast, and you can subscribe there um, by email, by Apple Podcasts, by Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find me. Um, I should be on all these systems now. So this is cool. And you can read the the digest versions of these podcast messages. I usually type out a version of it. Um, so in case you can't listen, you can at least read and scan and get the, the core messages. So go to lynnmorton.com forward slash blog, lynnmorton.com forward slash blog, and you'll see them all there. And you, if you want to, you can read my notes. I have a personal branding audit, lynnmorton.com forward slash audit, lynnmorton.com forward slash A-U-D-I-T. How well are you showing up in public? And it asks you 10 questions and gives you a score so that you have a good idea of how well you are doing. And then we'll talk about how you get to close that gap. The audit only takes you about two minutes and it's a good idea for where you are. All right. All right. That's it for today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate hanging out with you and talking personal branding with you. If you aren't yet connect with me online, personal branding with Lynn on Instagram and on Facebook. All right. Well, that's it for today. Hey, keep working at it and keep on going. I'll see you again later. Take care. Thanks for joining me for Personal Branding with Lynn. If you took something from today's episode that you plan to put into practice, please let me know. 
and share it with our other listening friends. We'd love to encourage you and support you on your path. Leave a comment wherever you heard this or at Personal Branding with Lynn on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe at lynnmorton.com forward slash subscribe and share this episode with another entrepreneur or creative. That's it for now. Let's get together again and continue growing our personal brands. Cheers. Cheers.